This is the weekly sales meeting for the week of November 6, 2022. My name is Chris Fleming. You can reach me at chris at cdmediaconsulting.com or go to our website at cdmediaconsulting.com. Today's topic is the half-life waiting trap. There is a huge gap, a disconnect between buyers and sellers when it comes to urgency, especially in the world of advertising sales. The seller's time frame for execution is always more advanced than the buyer's need. When we make a presentation, our expectation is for immediate signatures. We believe we are that good. But what happens? What happens on a typical sales call? We make our presentation, we get a few cursory questions, and then the customer says, let me think about it and get back to you. And all the blood drains from our faces because we know what that means. Without immediate action on the part of the buyer, our chances of closing that sales opportunity are cut down. In fact, as soon as we walk out the door, the chances of success have diminished by 50%. Call this the half-life of the sales cycle. It's the half-life waiting trap. Ernest Rutherford was a pioneer in the field of nuclear physics. Born in New Zealand, he was also well known for his works in both Canada and the United Kingdom. He discovered the concept of the radioactive half-life. He spent much of his time working with the radioactive element radon. As a side note, one of my favorite and terrible billboards of all time was on Interstate 84 outside of Scranton, Pennsylvania. It stated, Radon, deadly in this area. It got me to thinking, isn't radon deadly in every area? Perhaps the copywriter should go back to school. Half-Life, if you remember your scientific studies, describes the decay of entities such as radioactive atoms. It measures the time it takes, on average, for half the entity to decay. Now that your science lesson is over for today, you might ask, what does that have to do with selling? Well, our customers' attention spans also operate in half-lives, and time becomes the enemy. As soon as we walk out the door without an agreement, the enthusiasm for our prospect drops by half. Every day that passes, the enthusiasm drops in half again, and it's like holding a basketball in your hand at your waist and letting it drop to the floor. It will bounce, but only half the way back to its original starting point, and then half of that and half again still until it comes to complete rest at your feet. There is no movement left. There is no life unless someone steps in and restarts the bounce, reinvigorates the deal. But many of us are raised to be polite, and we have all heard the salesperson stereotype of pushy, so we lie to ourselves and say things like, I will give them a couple of days, or I'll call next week. And when you do finally reach out to that prospect, you're dumbfounded that they didn't think twice about your deal. In fact, it gets buried under an avalanche of paper on their desk. It was never looked at again after you left the building. Does this sound familiar to you? How do we cut down the half-life attention span of our prospects? That starts at the top of the call. Have a cadence that lays out an agenda for what is going to happen next. Tell them what you are going to discuss. Tell them at the end of your discussion you are going to ask them to buy something. You might think that is way too direct for you, but guess what? If you don't do this, you will fall in the half-life waiting trap described earlier. When you go back for your expected closing conversation, you're starting all over again, but with a complete lack of enthusiasm. Meanwhile, setting expectations at the top of the call gives you the framework for follow-up. It takes you from being pushy to being an accomplished, detail-oriented sales professional. You told your prospect what you were going to do, and you did exactly that. No more, no less. When you call to follow up and follow through, it is not a surprise to either party. Use of the agenda forces us to be organized, clear, and concise. It shows a respect for both your prospect's time and you. It sets the tone that while this may be a light conversation, it is serious business. It should get that same level of attention. It helps keep you on track and allows you to maintain control of the conversation that can be stolen from you if you let it. 
Someone gets sold on every sales call. Either you will sell something or your prospect convinces you that nothing is going to happen today. Wouldn't it be better if you were leading the call and leading the outcome? Increase your success probability from the beginning. Lay out what is going to happen on the call and what will happen at the end of the call. I will always let my prospect know at the end of the call there will be an opportunity to buy. When I do it, no one is ever surprised. Why? Because I'm a salesperson. It says so on my business card. The second thing you can do is use a timeline of expectations. Use it as a tentative agreement starter in your closing conversations. Set the expectation for follow-up in this timeline. Tell them what will happen today. Even describe the scenario where the proposal sees no attention from the prospect. For me, it sounds something like this. Mr. or Mrs. Advertiser, let me tell you what's going to happen next. First is you're going to ask me for a few days to think about it. And that is a reasonable request. You should be comfortable with your commitments. But what is going to happen is you're going to put the proposal on your desk. Then you will leave for lunch. When you return, you will get four other proposals for other business opportunities. Those get laid on top of this one. The next day, the same will happen. Until a week has passed and nothing gets decided. Meanwhile, I will call you next Thursday. And you will tell me you haven't made a decision and need more time. Sound about right? I lay out a typical pattern of what happens because it's relatable. I know, as it happens to me also but I will offer a solution to the typical behavior. I will follow up with, let's do this. I know you want time to be comfortable and that is reasonable. Why don't I do this for you? I will call you tomorrow at 9.45 a.m. to answer any last minute questions. And then let's schedule a follow-up appointment for 10.15 on Thursday morning. We can finish the last minute details then. Does that make sense? It is a simple timeline related to the longer timeline of execution we have gone over. It sets up an expectation of contact and follow-up. It allows me to appear as a resource and not a pushy salesperson. It sets an expectation of a positive outcome for both parties. And by presenting it this way, it is non-threatening and completely voluntary. And since I've done this hundreds of times, it sounds like a natural conversation. It sounds completely reasonable to the prospect. It sounds like I'm a member of the home team and not the opponent. I build in the timeline to every sales proposal. This sets up a sense of urgency. Another tool could be what people are leaving on the table by not acting. No decision is still a decision. Much of our sales collateral illustrates what people are leaving on the table if they don't act now or soon. I have calculated that by day, week, month, and year, so it has real monetary value. This can set up an additional conversation and an extra pain point for your customers. No matter the economic conditions, money is being spent in a lot of business categories, and no one business category has more than 100% of their market. Market share will still equal 100 in the end. This sets up the idea that in order for a company to grow, they have to steal from others. When the economy changes, the available market may contract. It is still at 100%. Help your prospects capture their unfair share by acting sooner rather than later. Selling success often comes down to attitude and conversational control. You, as the seller, have to supply both a positive attitude and a roadmap of the call. This is what maintains the control. Otherwise, you will get spun. American businessman W. Clement Stone said sales are contingent upon the attitude of the salesman, not the attitude of the prospect. When we are in control of the conversation, we can make even the simple tasks seem both benign and compulsory. Our prospects will want to take part because it seems like the natural thing to do. It would seem uncomfortable to not do it. There is a twinge of guilt and shame mixed in, and I can use those because I'm a recovering Catholic. 
So when I call to answer questions, it does two things. It is an affirmation that our customer is making the right choice to do business with us, and it is a continuation of the verbal agreements made in the timeline. By agreeing to and participating in the next steps, the prospect is another step closer to closed, and it is all voluntary. Cutting down the dead space between presentation and closing will exponentially increase your success rate. The longer the gap, the lower the percentage of success. The customer will forget about you unless you take control of the process. Manage the timeline and expectation for completion. Statistics tell us that 50% of all sales calls lead to no action whatsoever. Customers choose to do nothing rather than work to make a decision. They feel all warm and fuzzy in the status quo. Why change? There's no need, no compelling case, no sense of commitment or obligation. When we fail to take control of the process from beginning to end, we end up falling into the half-life waiting trap. It almost always leads nowhere. Increase your success rate by incorporating these simple fixes into your sales conversations. Introducing the call agenda and the success timeline can increase your success rates and it will increase your customer satisfaction. It keeps radon away from you without the need for a hazmat suit. My book, Yes, I'm a Salesman, You Can Be Too, is now available at Amazon.com. You can download it for Kindle devices, purchase it as a paperback, or as a hardcover book. If you like what you have heard here today, please consider buying a copy or two. You can always send one to a friend. You can go to cdmediaconsulting.com right now to order.